I ask that you would be with them, God, as they process and mourn the loss of their daughter, God. God, I ask that you would wrap your loving arms around them, God. Comfort them, God, during this difficult time, God. God, I ask that you would be with Sister Vaughn Pettis as she is over in Houston, God, going through medical procedures for leukemia, God. I ask that you would be with Sister Lula, God, as she continues to process her loss, God. God, I ask that you would be with every disciple of St. Paul that is going through difficult times right now. We know that you can do anything but fail, God. So, God, we're giving you a preemptive praise. Even in the midst of our pain, God, we will praise you because you richly and rightly deserve our praise, God. And for that, we say thank you. Amen. Amen. There is, uh, I want to start with a reading that I have for us. There is, well, let me back up just a moment. There's so much on my mind today um, with the midst, in the midst of everything we're dealing with in the world. And, and for many of us, in, uh, many of us, we wake up every day to the reality that we live in a world, we live in a country that tries to affirm that our lives have little to no value. We live in a world that treats us that way. But I want to acknowledge that for some of you joining us for a quick 15 you have witnessed countless mass murders. You've witnessed public killings. You've witnessed the loss of individuals due to health concerns. You've witnessed the loss of individuals because of a broken industrial complex. Some of you have gone through hell and back. You have endured segregation, Jim and Jane Crow, inadequate housing, an unjust legal and prison system, a lack of equity when it comes to health care, employment, housing, education, and yet you continue to praise God. You continue to endure. You continue to go out and exercise your God-given right to vote. You continue to demand equity and justice and not revenge. I want to stress that. You continue to demand what is godly for you and not revenge. And, and it often strikes me as an interesting thing that the people who have been treated the worst by democracy – are consistently doing the most to try to save this country. For over 400-plus years, we have served and loved a country, a country that has never given us the full rights and benefits of democracy. However, it is because of God's righteousness and God's love that we will continue to fight for that which is just and deserving for all of God's children, for your labor, for your commitment, to this community, to St. Paul, to, for your commitment and support of our pastor, for your love and compassion, for your dedication and affirmation, I say thank you and I love you. It's important that I say that today. Thank you for supporting our pastor. I'm so proud for him and of him with the news that Sister Dalton just shared. I can't say that enough tonight. I'm so proud of him and for him. We all should be. We all should be. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 9 through 13. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 9 through 13. The calling of Matthew, I love this scripture. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. And as he sat at dinner in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came and were sitting with him. And his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, 
Why does your teacher eat with the tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard this, he said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. An additional reading, this one is kind of random, but this is from a prophet that I can appreciate, the prophet Sophia from The Color Purple. All my life, I had to fight. And many of us are, you know, just for my quick 15, I'll make this quick, I promise. Many of us are still dealing with PTSD from the history of attack on our children, on our churches, and our communities. It doesn't seem like much has changed. However, I want to encourage each of us to continue to find comfort in God's word, continue to find comfort in the endurance and tenacity and the essence of who we are as God's children and the essence of who we are because of our ancestors. Continue to find comfort in the power of self-care. That's what I want to stress tonight. Self-care is so important. We are going into the summer, and we each need to practice self-care. Let me say that again. Self-care is so important. In our scripture reading, St. Matthew uses this story to teach about the significance of community, self-worth, and provides an understanding of true wealth and prosperity. True wealth adds value and meaning to our lives. But during this difficult time, it's natural and easy for us to doubt, to question, to wonder, and to have concerns about the days to come. Your pain is real. Your concerns are real. Don't let anyone take that away from you. However, remember your calling. You were called for greatness. It doesn't matter your age, how old or young you may be. You were called for greatness. Think about Jesus' call to Matthew, a tax collector. Call him for greatness. I like to think that this was Jesus' way of saying enough is enough. How much do you really need, Matthew? Is capitalism nurturing your spirit or is it consuming your spirit? And clearly, Matthew had some type of understanding of this. After all, Jesus only says two words to Matthew, follow me. For Matthew, you and me, and this is an invitation to the ministry of nurturing community, self-care. This is an invitation for cultivating peace, and that's what we all want. We all want peace. This is an invitation to experience compassion, the labor of love. This is an invitation to experience discomfort on behalf of others, but knowing that God will make a way out of no way. And what many of us are currently feeling is discomfort. Yet we know that regardless of what's going on in this broken world, this current pandemic, what we experience at work, in our family, the senseless and pointless violence and harassment that we have always experienced, we serve a God that sits high and looks low. And perhaps it's human nature to have doubts. It's human nature to have concerns. It's human nature to stress, to confront anxiety and fear. And it should be human nature, like Matthew, to turn to God during these difficult times. And this allows all situations to move out the way and disappear. This is the assurance that as disciples of St. Paul that we should have in God. Matthew was dogged out by the Pharisees. Many of us have been dogged out by people in our lives, but Matthew knew that this was something special. He knew there was something special about Jesus. There were only two words, as I said, follow me. 
It said, hold on to these two words. And I'm saying to you, hold on to those two words during these difficult times. Remember the calling that God has placed on your life. Remember the calling of our ancestors. We come this far by faith. And I assure you, God did not bring each of us this far to leave us. We are the survivors of the transatlantic holocaust, the survivors of plantations, the survivors of America's bigotry, racism, and genocidal attempt to take us out. God would not bring us this far without an intent and purpose. We were called for greatness. Hold on and keep the faith. And I assure you, history will prove that God has always been on the side of the righteous. And for those of us that have gathered um, and need an extra boost of inspiration, I offer the following words from John chapter 14, verses 25 through 27. John chapter 14, 25 through 27. Jesus said, I'm telling you these things while I'm still living with you. The friend, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send at my request, will make everything plain to you. I'm leaving you well and whole. That's my parting gift to you. I love that part of the scripture. That's God's parting gift to us. Peace. I don't leave you the way you came. I don't leave you the way you're used to being left, feeling abandoned. So don't be upset. Don't be distraught. I pray you can find comfort in these words. We are in this thing together, family. God has a plan. And you have been called for greatness in spite of the situation, in spite of all you have experienced, in spite of how difficult it has been to navigate this pandemic, in spite that we may not be gathered like we used to be gathered. We get up each morning because God is making a way out of nowhere. I'm challenging you to put on a smile in spite of everything because no weapon formed against you shall prosper. God still deserves our praise in the midst of any amount of pain that we deal with. God will get us through this pandemic, and God will get us through every obstacle we confront. This will require for us to really nurture the power of community and love for each other. When we are at our worst, we need to be able to be transparent with each other and pray with each other. And certainly when time is appropriate, to laugh with each other. The laughter and joy on this opening call gives me so much joy, and it gets me through a difficult day. I leave you with these last three things. These are just three tips for getting through your summer and getting through difficult times. Pick up the phone and call a friend when you are in need. Just take the time. Take the time to be transparent with the disciples of St. Paul, with each other. I don't do it enough myself. When I'm down and low, I just need to pick up the phone and call one of the disciples that is beloved. That's one thing. I also want to challenge you. We do a lot as a church family. I'm impressed with all we've done through the pandemic. I'm consistently impressed with the amount of work that Sister Dalton is getting done. I'm consistently impressed with what pastor, staff, and team, Dr. Redmond, Reverend Richardson, and others are getting done. But you each deserve the time to rest. I'm preaching that and saying that to myself as well. Self-care and rest. Take the time to rest. And for those of you that do social media, take a digital fast. Take a break from social media. Get away from some of the digital drama. And the last thing, take the time to read, listen to, or watch something that is healthy and uplifting. 
This world is so broken. I'm a news junkie. I'm watching and listening to the news all the time. But sometimes I just need something to remind me that God is the God of laughter, that God is the God of joy, that God is the God of celebration. I leave you with that. If you can just take one of those nuggets into your summer, I know that we will be much better disciples and kingdom builders for the glory of God. Let us um, go to God in prayer. And God, I, I, I want to thank you, God, for all that you're doing, all that you are working out. Uh, God, I acknowledge in this moment that some of us that are gathered, we are in pain and we are in mourning, God, because we are processing the loss of loved ones, God. God, but we know that you can do anything but fail. And, God, that we ask that in the midst of our pain that you show up and show yourself approved, God. We ask, God, that in the midst of the pain that we are going through, that you remind us that you are the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, and everything in between, that in the midst of the pain, God, when we need some, some a reminder of who you are, Send someone, send someone, God, to pick up the phone. Give us a call or knock at the door, God. God, I ask that those that are dealing with health concerns that are on this call, God, that you would move those concerns out the way so that we can give you the praise. God, for those that may have financial concerns, God, I ask that you would multiply their store or their warehouse, God. God, those dealing with health concerns, anxiety, depression, whatever it may be, God, you bring healing to those spaces and places. God, I ask that you would be with a homeless siblings, God. Let them know that the church is still there for him, God. And God, at the end of the day, I deeply ask, God, that you would multiply our joy, God. Take us into Thursday with a smile on our face in the midst of our pain, God, knowing that at the end of the day, ultimately, all power is in your hands, God. And in spite of who may be sitting in the White House, in spite of who may win the next election, in spite of everything that we have experienced as black and brown people, in spite of misogyny, in spite of whatever's going on in this broken and wicked world, God, you are in control. And for that, God, we are thankful. We are thankful, God. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the blessed Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. That was a timely message and that prayer. Oh my goodness, it was so anointed. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. You all have a blessed week. You all have a blessed week as well. Love you all. Love you. Love you all. Okay. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.